tonight, um, I'm starting a new series, uh, which I've done before, very similar to what I did with uh, the curses, blessings and curses, but tonight is on rejection. And, uh, you know, I just want to ask you, have you been rejected? And um, uh, Tammy started spontaneously singing about you don't know who you are. I think that nails what this message is about tonight, is that we grab hold of a lie. A lie sticks to us and we can't get free of it. We forget who we are. Um, but this, this rejection, but before I go into that, we were right in the middle of worship, right toward our last song. And Mr. Cameron right here in the orange came walking in, you know, came in on about our third or fourth song. I want to say it was during the uh, wonderful cross. He just came in just going... It was so awesome. I just feel like, Cameron, there were some people that were down here on their face. Other people up here just got their hands up, just desperate for God. Here you come in, just with the joy of the Lord. You know, I, I, just, got, I just got no issues. They're praising God, and I can grab hold of what he's doing up there, even though it's an old song. I don't even, maybe not even know the song. It just doesn't matter. And I could just feel the, the presence of the Lord say, that's what's going on around my throne. Some are crying out, some are rejoicing, some are, some are just having a hallelujah moment. Others are just, it's good. Everything's good. Well, I want you to know what we're going to dive into tonight and over, over about the next four weeks is going to give you that opportunity to get free and to have some joy again. And what I wanted to do is, I did this, I think it's been seven years ago, and uh if you've ever been around Cindy much, she will talk most about this subject, about her and her dad and how she has gotten free um, through this uh, spirit of rejection, getting free of the spirit of rejection. I've asked her to come and testify before we start this. So that, amen. Welcome, Cindy. I'm Cindy Dillon. Testify. Let her rip. <laughs> Gosh. I just embarrassed my husband. He's way over here. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm so honored to be able to do this because, you know, I'm a talker, but anyway, um, this changed my life, and I've told Pastor Paul and Elizabeth this so many times. If he had not been obedient to the Lord to teach this, and it's going to be eight years, well, at the end of the year, it'll be eight years. This is the eighth year that I have been delivered from rejection because this man was obedient to speak on what he spoke on. Um, I have been... Well, I was raised in a Christian home, and my dad left when I was eight years old, and of course we had visitation and that kind of thing, but he's a really hard man, and he um, was really tough on us, not physically, but spiritually, well, mentally, mentally. It was, um, it was always a fight. It was never, we were never, I have a sister, just one sister, and we're never good enough. We were never, we could never do anything good enough. Job wasn't good enough. School wasn't good enough. Nobody we dated was good enough. He didn't even come to my first wedding. He, he just didn't like my first husband, and he refused to come, and, you know, that was okay. Because he came when I married Wayne, because he was a little different. But anyway, um, I don't know if anybody in here can relate to this, because everybody in here may have just a great family and a great, you know, dad and mom. But when I was growing up, all my friends had really good dads, and I felt like I was missing something, because, you know, I... He's a good person, but he wasn't a good dad, and he'll tell you that he wasn't now. But um, so every year at Christmas and all the holidays and all the 
Father's Days, it was horrible for me. I hated Father's Day. I didn't want to come to church on Father's Day because everybody's talking about their daddies, and mine was nowhere. You know, he wasn't here. He wasn't, he wasn't in our lives. He was in and out of our lives. But anyway, so um, every time we had something like that, I was really hurt, you know. And um, I'm in sun, uh, Sunday school with Burton Putman, and he had a similar life to mine. And so we talked about it many times that I don't know if he's here because I can't see anything up here. It's like a big spotlight heck are y'all out there okay I'm glad anyway uh, Burton and I've talked lots of times about this and it's tough to grow up and not feel loved by a parent now my mom did everything she could do she was the greatest she took us everywhere did everything with us but we just didn't have that dad love he would never tell us he loved us you know it was just a struggle all the time so when um Paul started this series, it, it was in 2005, and I got my picture out today and looked at my Christmas picture of me and my sister and my daddy. Christmas of 2005 was right before that was when I got delivered from this. And it was my first Christmas to be able to go and sit in his home and not feel rejected, to feel loved, to feel not afraid. And some of you might not know what that means, but I was afraid when he would call me or when he would just pop in, drive up to my house or, or to our, uh, my work, I was scared of him. I lived in fear of this man. Never physically hurt us. It was always mental. It was like, oh, no, here he comes. Now what have I done? What, you know, what have I done that he's going to fuss at me about today? Because it was continual like that. And so I was sitting over here, you know, where I always sit. And Paul did this series, and I don't know how many weeks it was. It was several weeks. And at the end of it, he said, if anybody's had rejection from a parent, I want you to stand up because I want to pray with you. And I was like, Lord, you know, I've prayed before, I've prayed before, but I am so done with this. Please just deliver me from this. So I stood up and I prayed that prayer. And I believe with everything in me, at that moment, I was delivered from rejection. Now, I had to walk it out because he changed it in me, but he didn't change it in him right away. So... Um, you know, I prayed a lot of times, God, just change him, make him a good daddy like everybody else has got. You know, I'm 48 years old now, I wanted a daddy. But I realized through this series and through Burton's talking in Sunday school that it don't really matter what our earthly parents think about us, and I mean that very respectful. Please know I, I'm a parent. I know that we mess up. But it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what my Heavenly Father thinks of me. And that year, I learned that. That it didn't matter what he said to me, what, and I prayed, you know, God, change the hearts of the fathers toward the children and the children toward the fathers. I prayed that so many times, had it prayed over me, and I prayed, change me. When I started praying, change me, God started changing me. And I was able to let what he said and do roll off of me. And it all started from that prayer that I prayed that day. Now, fast forward, we're eight years later. In November, we found out that my dad has a follicular lymphoma, and it's incurable, and he's not a good patient, let me just say that. But um, had it not been for me getting delivered from that, I wouldn't be able to stand here and talk to you about this, because I would be devastated, because we didn't have a relationship. But for the past eight years, I've had a relationship with my earthly daddy, 
he, it took a while. It didn't happen instantly. It changed in my heart instantly, but I had to walk it out, and I'm still walking it out. And I told that to, Paul said that to me today. It's still a struggle. It's always a struggle because I can't control what he says or does, but I can control the way I receive it and what I do with it after it's been spoken over me or it's been said to me. Um, we are in the middle of this. He doesn't want to do chemo and radiation, so we're in the middle of just waiting to see what's going to happen with this. My sister's having a really hard time because she's not where I'm at spiritually with it all. She's getting here, but it's, it's an everyday struggle still because he is mad now. He's mad. He's a Christian, but he's mad because he's sick, and he's mad because he doesn't agree with the doctors, and he thinks that, you know, he's mad at us. And every day it's like, oh, my goodness, boy, do I want to go back to that place. But I'm not going back to that place, and I've had, I have accountability people that I say, like Justin, and I'll say, you know what, I want to go back to that place I was at. And he goes, nope, you're not going back, not going to go back. Only you can control that. God's not going to let you go back. So every day it's a struggle still, but because of getting re re delivered from that, I can face what we're going to walk through. You know, we're going to walk through this, we're going to walk it out. And when he's gone or when I'm gone, whichever comes first, I'm going to know that I had that relationship with him for the past eight years and ever how much longer we have. And I didn't have to say, oh, oh, my daddy's sick and now i got to make things right. You know, does that make sense? Sometimes people get sick and they go, oh, I'm, I'm going to go make things right with people now. That wasn't the case with me and him. He has went to a lot of people. He's went to his brothers and sisters. He's went to a lot of people. But... I'm not going to go back to that place ever. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I'm not ever going to go back to that place. And God's helping me walk it out. I've had several people, because they know what I've been through, come to me and I've prayed for them. And I always pray that, you know, and I always tell them, pray that God changes you. Instead of praying that God changes that other person, you got to pray for God to change your heart. And also you got to let things go and know that our Heavenly Father is our Abba Father. He's our Daddy. And he, he's all that really matters. So um, I hope that helps somebody. And I, I love to pray with anybody who needs help with this in any area. But it was thanks to Paul giving this, this series that it's about to start. And I'm at the youth house on Wednesday nights. I know y'all think I'm a slacker on Wednesday nights. But I'm here up at the youth house with those kids. And it's awesome. But I want you guys to get everybody you can get in here to hear this rejection series. Because it will change your life. Because it changed mine. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's excellent. Thank you. It was a great job. You're welcome. She's a great speaker, isn't she? That was excellent. Well, I think that's a good, good way to start. I think let's just start with the testimony. It kind of makes me want to, it leads me to want to go in a, a, a different direction tonight. We've only got just a few minutes. And to be honest with you, I want to pray for Sunday. I want to pray for the people that are going to be coming in here that never go to church. Not so that we can make them feel guilty that for not coming into church, but to make them feel loved for coming in here. Um, um, who have I got that can help me? Faf, will you go bring Caleb in here? Can you see if he can break free and come in here? And Robert, I'm going to want you to pray. We're just going to pray for just a few minutes. Tammy, do you care to just play for us just for a second? We're going to pray for the adults. We're going to pray for the children. We're going to pray for the youth. And we're going to pray for the college. We're going to pray for those that are going to show up. We're going to pray for those that are thinking about showing up. They're kind of on the fence, and we need to do some harvesting. And that harvesting is going to come through prayer.
Um, uh, where's uh, David? Will you come up here? David, I want you to pray for the adults. Um, Rob, Rob, I'm going to get you to pray for uh, the youth. Ethan, I want you to pray for the college. Will you do that? Okay. Um, we're just going to do this for 10 minutes. Or 12. Do y'all mind to stand back up? And I just ask you to just enge- engage yourself. Engage yourself in this prayer. It's my desire that we, that we ask according to God's will. That we ask according to God's word. And that we acknowledge that Jesus Christ paid the price for our city. And it is part of our job to help call those in. To help go to the corners of the earth and bring those in. And to pray those in. So Father, we just want to set the, set the table. We just want to prepare the temple. Put the articles into place. The people into place. The prayer into place. The worship into place. And Lord, we just ask. Lord, I ask for a miracle this Sunday over our surrounding uh, Baptist churches and Methodist churches and Catholic churches and Episcopal churches and Assembly of God churches and um, whatever I've left out, you, you name it. Thank you, Lord. Fill the churches with, with, with the lost this Sunday. They don't need to know why they showed up. We don't care why they show up. But fill the churches, Lord. And we ask you to fill this church. Fill children's church full of children, Lord. Fill the adults full of uh, adults in here, Lord. Fill the youth full of a youth, Lord, and the college full of college, Lord. They don't know why they're coming. They're coming because we're praying for them to come. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Will you just continue to agree with me? David, you start us. Thank you, Father. Jesus said, Father, that no man comes to him unless you draw them. And so we're asking you, Father God, to draw men and women, to draw fathers and mothers and grandfathers and grandmothers. We're asking you to draw them, Father. They can't come and they won't come unless you draw them. And so we're asking you just to speak into their spirit right now. God, from all the invitations that have went out, not just from here, God, but like Paul prayed, in every church. We, just, we don't pray just for this church. We pray for every church, God, in this community. God, and we're asking, Father, we're asking in Jesus' name. Yes, in Jesus' right name. Right here on earth, in agreement, we're asking for it, Father. Oh, draw them, Lord. Let revival begin in this city this weekend. God, let it begin all over this country this weekend, Lord. Let this not be the typical 
uh, Easter service where somebody shows up and never comes back again, God. We pray, Father, for people to feel welcome. We pray that just like when they came and they ate the fish and the loaves, that something happened and they had to come back, Lord. They, those people chased you down, Jesus, because you said they ate the, the bread and they were filled. And then you told them what the bread of life was, that you are the bread of life, Jesus. And so we're asking that now, Father. We're asking. We're asking for our co-workers. God, we're asking for, for our, our brothers and our sisters that haven't been coming. God, we're asking for the people that have been here that haven't came in a while to come back, God. Oh, Lord, bring them back. Bring revival to this city, Lord. Oh, Father, and I pray for the words that comes out of the mouths of your, your pastors this weekend. God, for them to be God words. Lord, let them reach, and we pray for the anointing of the Holy Spirit to be on them on the songs, on the greeters, God. Oh, Lord, we pray. We pray, God, that people feel welcome, that they feel so welcome and accepted, Lord, that they just turn their hearts wholeheartedly to you, Jesus. And we're asking for that. We're asking for salvations. Yes. We're asking for rededications, God. We're asking for people to be born again, Lord. Oh, reveal Jesus to him, Father. Reveal Jesus. Just like you said to Peter, that flesh and blood didn't do this, but the Father revealed who the Son is. Reveal Jesus, Father, to them. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, thank you. Do you mind to pray for the youth? God, we just bless your name now. Lord, we ask that you would begin to stir in the hearts of the kids in our community. Lord, let them, uh, as the week continues to go by, let them begin to be more and more uncomfortable with how their lives are. So that when they show up here, when they show up at churches across All Good in, in, in Cookville, that they're displeased with how their lives are and that they will meet you on Sunday morning, God. God, I ask that you would touch Justin's mouth, that he would speak directly from your heart on Sunday morning, even before worship, when kids show up to Sunday school that have not been there before. That they would meet you at Sunday school, Lord, Touch Caleb's mouth, God. When they show up to him on Sunday morning, that he speaks directly from your heart. And it will go from your heart to their hearts. Touch our youth, God. Yes, Lord. That their Touch mouths will be open. Touch our youth, Lord. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's the end of the week for them, that their mouths would be open and that they would be bold and that they would invite their friends, that they would invite their non-friends, the kids that they don't even want to hang out with, that they would for some reason open their mouths 
and invite them to meet you on Sunday morning, Lord. And so, God, we call out now for their lives, Lord. And that when they're saved, Lord, they will change their whole households. So, Holy Spirit, we ask that you would trouble their hearts, that they would be displeased with how their lives are, and that the darkness would be chased out of our schools. Satan, you don't win. Book of Revelation says we win. And we want our schools. We plead the blood of Jesus over our schools now. That our schools will be different this time next week. Yes. Because kids meet you on Sunday morning. Yes, Lord. Yes. And we stand by faith. We stand in the gap for our kids now. Father, hear our cry. We're crying for lives tonight, God. We cry that no young person would perish in our community. We cry, God. Hear our cry. It's a cry of desperation, God. We believe by faith that Cookville and all good is going to be different this time next week. We declare in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, we love you. Yes, we do. And Lord, we just, we lift up the young adults, Lord, the college students, the young adults that don't know where in life they are, Lord, but we're just going to proclaim right now, Lord, that come this weekend, their path is is as wide as a, as, a, as a field, Lord, that there's no trees, there's no mountains, Lord, that that dirt road is paved. Lord, I just pray that each one of these seats, Lord, this seat up in the balcony, Lord, that it's just filled, Lord, with hungry humans, Lord, that, that, that need a touch from you, God, that need you in their life. And Lord, I just break any spirit of, of judgment, Lord, that may come upon them Sunday morning. Saturday night, Lord. Lord, I pray for the well in the morning, Lord, that it's just, it's packed, Lord, that we, we had to stand up because there's no seats in the church, Lord. And Lord, I pray for Pastor Paul, Lord, that start working in him right now, Lord. And Lord, I just pray for me and all of our young adults, Lord, that are dedicated, that you just start moving in our in our lives, in our hearts, Lord, that that we are salt and we are light, Lord, that our salt is it's got taste. 
got in store, Lord. Lord, we we don't deserve any of this, Lord. But because you died on the cross and you shed that blood for us, Lord, that each one of our names was running down the cross, Lord, that you knew that, that we needed you, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you for the mercy and the grace that you've poured out, not only in Cookville, Lord, but in Tennessee and in our country, Lord. Lord, save us. Yes, Lord, save us. That's right. Amen. Father, we just lift up Caleb and the children's ministry. Lord, we just ask that families somehow make it here. I don't want to pray negative things over those families to happen to get them here. But Lord, we just ask that they would respond to mercy, that they would hear a mercy call this week. They're needing mercy. They're, we just pray for the broken marriages to show up here at church, Lord. For the broken marriages to show up at the cross this week, Lord, in our city. To show up to hear a message about Jesus at these churches, Lord. That the single moms would come to church. That the, that the dropout dads would show up at church, Lord. That the brokenhearted would come. And Lord, help us to fish. Help us to invite. Help us to go and and not reject. Sometimes a non-invitation appears as a rejection. Lord, I do want to see a full church, but Lord, I want to see your I want to see your hand upon our city, Lord. I thank you for the the fire that's in the well of these college students. I thank you for the fire that's in our youth, the fire that's in our adults that are that are going after you, Lord. Now, Lord, help us to walk this thing out. And we right now call to the north and the south and the east and the west. We call for all of those lost that are in this city to come. Come. Your word says if we would just ask for the nations, you would give them to us. We ask for Putnam County. We ask for Allgood. We ask for Cookville. We ask for Rickman and for Livingston and for Crossville and Sparta. We ask for all these surrounding counties with Smithville and White County and Warren County. And Lord, we just ask for every, we ask for it all. Bring your people. Fill the churches this week, Lord. And I'll agree that the, that, that the pastors of this city would hear your voice and would offer, offer bread. And would offer the wine of your spirit. The new wine. Thank you, Lord. Just pray over Tammy and our worship. I pray over uh, Pastor Justin. I pray over our staff. I pray over all our children's workers. I pray over our greeters and our ushers, our deacons. Lord, all these people in this church that are serving every single week. Bless us, Lord, and let us come in here with the joy of the Lord, just like Cameron came walking in. Let us just walk in just thinking, man, there's no place I'd rather be than offering Jesus to this city. Thank you, Lord. I pray specifically for Nancy's mother to find a place in, in the nursing home. Lord, just by miracle, make a room open for her. 
Prepare her to, be, to where she can take care of herself enough to be in there, Lord. We pray, we've seen a miracle after miracle after miracle. And we pray for another one right now, Lord. Those on the prayer list, we just ask that you would meet that need, Lord. You are the need meter. Meet our needs. Lord, we pray over our new building, Lord. Build that building. Let it be paid for. Let it be filled up. Let us give you all the glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. And all things work for good for those who love him and are called to, their, to your purpose. We are called. We are your child. And we are not rejected. We are accepted in the beloved. We are accepted. Thank you, Jesus. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. Invite somebody to church. It's going to be a great Sunday. Come 1030 Sunday morning, 915 Sunday school.